Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to engage with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. This episode was a long time coming. Recorded some months ago at a time before the current pandemic threw all of us for a loop and social political turmoil was not making such a resonating impact, I never fail to be reminded that everything happens in due time. I have a tremendous respect for my guest and his many achievements. By all accounts, Malik Shahid is the personification of entrepreneurship and dedication. A local icon of sorts, having been at the forefront of pioneering and championing the Quebec rap movement for over a decade, his notable contribution as an artist, producer, and promoter cannot be understated. As a prominent celebrity reporter and interviewer, with a resume featuring some of the top names in both music and entertainment, the likes of Kanye West, Snoop Dogg, and Beyonce, just to name a few, you have to give it up for a young kid born in a low-income housing in Montreal's Little Burgundy. As a TV host and media personality, he's helmed and hosted a gallery of programs, notable events, and celebrity galas. But a cause that remains at the forefront of his efforts and motivations is giving back to the community and especially to the youth through a variety of advocacy and mentorship programs. Knowing how busy he is, it was an honor to pick his brain for what was indeed a short but empowering conversation. Another exciting exchange, which I do hope you'll enjoy. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 123 with Malik Shahid. Here we go. Seriously, uh, first of all, it's obviously uh, courtesy and obvious uh, respect um, opening up the call. Just uh, again, welcoming you uh, to the Awaken the Awesome podcast, Malik. Thank you so much uh, because obviously I know you've heard this, you know, for years on end with on your overlong, your two decade long career. Um, but definitely it's, uh, it's a thrill uh, and an honor uh, to welcome you to the pod. And uh, it's something that's uh, very humbling. Uh, because I was having this conversation with a friend of mine um, a little bit last week. And we connected, you know, just before the holidays. But I was having the okay. same conversation with someone last week. And uh, we were talking about, you know, entrepreneurs that we respect, especially, you know, um, black entrepreneurs, people who are really pushing in the grind, whether locally or internationally. And the name of Kevin Hart came up. And we were talking about yeah. when we saw Kevin Hart. And um, as far as back as I can remember, I talked about, you know, Soul Plane. And we talked about Lean Back, where he made a comedic appearance. And you look at Kevin Hart now with the mogul mindset and pushing it hard and, you know, just going and always grinding, you know. And you talk about versatility. And at that point, and we we're like, and I basically brought it up. It's like, you know, we always try to look up to, you know, these international superstars, if you will. But we always fail yeah. to recognize the achievements of the people local and near to us and who have been doing just as much work for just as long time, if not more, you know, with yeah. the recognition that's, that's due. And it's only after watching a recent interview you did um, with Black Voodoo X on the uh, Voodoo Rendezvous um, uh, YouTube series that I realized yeah. I had to be humbled myself, where I reminded myself of when I first came to Montreal. And I didn't know yeah. many people here. I had a couple of friends because I came from Haiti. And when I was in okay. college at UCAM, and uh, I was just watching uh, just, you know, just an interview you were doing at the time with uh, Snoop Dogg. And, uh, wow. and I'm like, who's that? And who's that? And he's like, yeah, dude, like, you know, you cannot. And my friend told me that, like, you cannot utter or mention or talk about hip hop on the Quebec scene, international or locally, without referencing Malik Shahid. And now yeah. I go back from there when I came in in 2001 
to now in 2020 and you're still doing it and you're still present still and you're even more still ferocious and even more hungry and even more dedicated to your mission yeah and i'm just w opening yeah. up the call what does that say about consistency what does that say about putting in the work what does that say about patience for the process malik what does that say i mean for me if you want something done you got to put the work in you got to do it yourself and nothing's nothing's for free one thing about malik shaheed 90 95% of the things that you see my name on is usually me behind it or me and my partners behind it doing it. It's not like people come and offer me things. They do, but not at that level. To keep my name out there, I'm constantly doing different things. And just something I enjoy doing, you know? It's, it's something that is so humbling when you realize that, you know, you've put in so many years and so much dedication and I'm pretty sure that you've been through it all and you've seen it all and you're still doing it. And, you know, yes. for people who are always stuck in that in that mindset of, you know, limitation or limiting beliefs. And I was wondering if you could just like, you know, coach us just a little bit for the people still stuck in that mindset of like, I can't do it. What do the words can't mean to you, Malik? Non-existent. There's always a will and a way. Um, and for myself, it's, I try to limit my excuses. And I try to find a way to execute. A lot of people talk, but very, very few people can really execute the dreams and the goals that they want to do. But you just, you just got to come up with a plan and make sure your plan is realistic and, and follow through on it. And that's a problem with a lot of people. They don't follow through on their plans. Isn't that a lot of what happens? And you actually touched on something that's very important. You, we always try to, you know, set, you know, huge dreams, which is cool. You're supposed to have dreams. You're supposed to have a yeah. vision. But when we fail is in the execution. And why do you think that is? Lack of planning, lack of organization, lack of structure, uh, lack, lack of reality. So a lot of people, they, you know, they dream big, but they don't have a, 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 a clear grip on reality, on what's, what's realistic. And sometimes, you know, we create these these big, big dreams, and it's just, it's just it's too big. You know what I mean? You know, take little steps, and then, you know, slowly work your way up. So we got to be patient, because we are yeah, a lot, there's a lot of impatience going on. Yeah, well, patience is a virtue, definitely. Um, I'm, also, I'm also noticing over the past, uh, well, basically the events calendar on your website actually shows it, that you're very, very active, something that you've been doing since the beginning in terms of your presence in regards to the local youth and, you know, yeah, with the, and the entire anti-bullying tour going on right now. How important is it to, uh, you know, empower and impact our youth right now? Because I see it's something that's very near and dear to your heart. And I was wondering where that came from and what the entire bullying, the anti-bullying tour represents for you. Um, for me... Giving back to the youth is so important. And what I like about, I like to give back to everybody, but after a certain age, your your mind only is open to so many things. And working with youth, their minds are still like sponges. They're still eager to learn. And they're more open towards your ideas and thoughts. Uh, so that's why I focus a lot of my energies on youth. And I want to give youth an opportunity I didn't have. You know, having big you know, role models, and that can guide you and really give you the tips. Um, so that's why I really focus on you. And, and they give me the energy to keep my YFL going, my young for life. Really? Oh, yeah, that, that was definitely. Because, you know, talking to them, they're going to tell you what's hot, what's not, in terms of fashion, in terms of music, in terms of culture. 
You know what I mean? So I be I'm able to take those ideas and bring them to fruition for what I'm doing now. So that's why I I enjoy working with you because you know they're, they're full of energy and I'm I'm someone who's full of energy and full of life. Oh, that's youth, a, youth that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. And as curious as it sounds, you know, and this is very low hanging fruit, you know, in terms of a question, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. When you've done so much and achieved so much and you've, you know, everybody sees Malik Shaheed in the media and on the social media and just like rocking it. How in the world, because again, I believe, I always believe in about living your personal truth. How in the world do you stay humble? Um... I stay How is it so not easy just to just fall back into the like because I'm so hot shiz, you know, just like I'm Malik Shaheed. But it always comes across as you being the most humble person ever. Research is so warm and so true. You know what it is? Because everything I worked for, it wasn't given to me. It wasn't handed to me. I really had to work for it. And I worked, okay. I worked for it from the bottom up. And you, if you, you follow the path of my career, you know what I mean? Started as a promoter, handing flyers on the streets and you know, building your way up from there, you see the grind and you see the, the, the path to success. Or sometimes some people have success right away. You know what I mean? And the ego trip. I had my ego trip in days at the beginning when I was a successful promoter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I've been there, done that. And then also I, I've, I've seen it firsthand when you're on top of the world as a promoter and all of a sudden, you know, times change, your clientele changes, and you don't advance the time. So that's why I'm able to stay humble. Cause I've been, I've been, I've been at the bottom. And how do we bounce back? We bounce back by re-energizing yourself, reinventing yourself, focusing, and surrounding yourself with people who are positive and who have goals like yourself, goals to achieve success, goals to make a difference. That's how you bounce back. I was having, in the same conversation I was talking about, um, and this never falls far from the conversations that we have on this podcast in regards to our surroundings, not just our physical environment, but also the people, you know, our core, our crew, the people, your family near and far that we keep around us. How does that resonate with you in regards to, you know, the, the people that, you know, you keep close to you? Because so many of us, as I like to say, are surrounded by energy vampires. And it's so important, oh, I'm not yeah. sure if you agree, to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, you guys surround people with a positive attitude. People who care about you. And that's one of the messages I tell to you. You know, surround yourself with people who are positive and who care about you. Uh, and when I say care about you, I'm talking about your, white, your well-being. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, your well-being. And, you know, and don't hang around people who are going to drain your energy. So that's what I try to do. I try to maintain uh, energy and limit, limit the amount of energy that's, uh, that's being drained from me. You also, you're also very big about mentorship and you talk a lot about yes. mentoring and, you know, being a positive support. And who are some of your mentors growing up? Definitely uh, my mother. You know what I mean? She's someone who, you know, gave me an opportunity and it was very direct. It kept me on a straight path. Uh, Ricky D, the Ricky D Promotions brought mm-hmm. me into business and really gave me a lot of uh, how would I say a lot of wealth knowledge entertainment business and you know depending on the era you know guys like Russell Simmons guys like Puffy guys like Master P guys like you know Kevin Hart you know what I mean these are the type of people who inspired me 
So we always have to have a positive vision. We have to have to look forward. Um, still talking about the youth, because I think just like you, that there, it matters so important what we tell ourselves and the message that we pass down there. I'm a father of two young kids myself, and sometimes I'm always yeah. very careful what I tell them. Um, yeah. And I was wondering if you could speak on that in regards to you know, how we can always do better, because it always depends on what you believe. And I realize that you know, what you tell yourself is what you will manifest. And sometimes That's we true. fall into our own negativity. And I was wondering if you would resonate with that in regards to the truth that we speak into ourselves is what we manifest. Yeah, I think I think you've got to be honest with yourself and realistic with yourself. Uh, and that's what I try to do in terms of who I am, where I am, where I'm at, and what I'm able to do. And, I, I, and more importantly, how I like to stay in my lane, which is so important. Really? So, yeah, you got to stay in your lane. I always compare it to uh, Michael Jordan's roles. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan knew his, knew his role. Scotty Pippen knew his role. Waterman knew his role. Steve Kerr knew his role. And, and the coach knew, knew his role. And, and Waterman knew his role. And this is why they were so successful. You know, there, there wasn't too many clones of the same person. Everyone had a specific role. And they, knew, and they understood but. By, by following that rule, that's how we're going to win the championships. So everybody has to be very aware where they are and why they're there. Why they're there and their capabilities. You got to be honest with yourself, what you're, what you're really capable, able and capable of doing. But I, I think a lot of people also lack a team around them. Like me, I can't, I can't be successful without my assistants, without my coordinators helping me achieve my goals. Yeah, I'm the person who's, who's pushing them and telling them, you know, this is what I want to do, but they're helping me execute it. You know what I mean? A team's so important. A lot of people, again, a lot of people are going to, again, fall into the trap of, and again, I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm just trying to be, like, very rhetorical by saying this. Yeah, it's easy for you to say you're Malik Shahid. What would you sell to those people? Malik Shahid was once a person like you. Right? I had to find a way. You know, I, I didn't grow up with my father. I grew up in a single-parent household. I grew up in a low-income area. I grew up with roaches. I grew up with mice in my house. You know what I'm saying? So we all go through tough times. We've all been there. Not all of us, but some of us do. So mm-hmm. it's not like I was handed a silver spoon. You know what I mean? I had to grind. And then also, you know, I grew up in in a, a province that's not too, uh, that was, that's not too, how would I say, uh, easy on blacks having success. You got to work really, you know, 10 times, 20 times as hard to have an equal amount of success such your counterparts. Because even you, without your entire career, no matter how, how illustrious it's been, and we can't hide from the truth that it must not have been easy to walk along those ranks and, you know, grind as much as you did with your face being, again, the forefront of hip-hop in Quebec. You probably had to, you know, walk through those muddy waters and come out the other end still yeah. victorious. Must not have been easy. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. But, you know, growing up in a neighborhood like Little Burgundy and going through adversity, growing up and seeing different things and being able to live through certain things really helped me through my uh, journey uh, as a person, as a human being, and as as an entrepreneur. So I got to give my hats hats off to growing up Little Burgundy. It really helped me really shaped me to who I am today. So you're very big about 
you know, accepting our challenges? Definitely. Um, you know, without challenges, you know, there's no excitement, right? So my challenge is how do I stay relevant? After so many years in business, how do I stay relevant? Which lane do I focus on? You know what I mean? When is it time to let go of certain things? Because sometimes you have to but, let go. Yeah, yeah, you have to let go. You have to let go. Um, and then, you know, one of my, one of my um, big tips is trying to focus on what you're strong at, what are, what are your true... Um, your true talent and, and how do you exploit that in 2020, in 2021, in 2022? That's the, that's the secret. How do you expand on it in, in such an, a, a fast evolving society? How do you maximize your potential? How do you get your return on investment? And when I say investment, I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about money, but the time you're putting into something. But a lot of the conversation I hear is a lot of, uh, again, negative self-talk. And the examples, and I'm sure you've heard that in, along your entrepreneurial career, well, I don't have enough money. I don't know what I want. I'm stuck in this 9 to 5. I got a wife and kids. Yeah, you don't understand. You don't understand. Excuses are easy. And if you could coach us, or coach the people who are trying to, you know, step out of their own comfort zone, Malik, how can we help them that, you know what, take the leap? Because... I believe you need to face your fears at some point, don't you? Yeah, I agree. I think putting your all, putting your eggs all in one basket in today's world is very, very risky. I feel you always need a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, and a plan E to fall back on. And I don't, I don't believe in putting a hundred percent into just one thing because you never know on that that thing can falter, right? Like no one, no one knew the coronavirus was going to be what it is today. And look what's happening right now. There's, there's a shift. There's a change in everything. I you know what I mean? Whether it's uh, not being able to import, import stuff from other countries, whatever, whether it's not, whatever, whether it's not being able to produce because, you know, there's a situation, you know, you never know. But that's why it's so important to be able to fall fall back on, on other things. How Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Oh yeah, you need a plan B today. Oh yeah, today the way the way the way, the way society is, it's just it's too fickle today. One day you're here, so, one day you could go. Someone as versatile as you definitely would advocate. Don't be afraid to try different things. Yeah, you got to be able to multitask today, and you got to be versatile. I've, I've been, I've been preaching, I've been preaching, you know, about being versatility, about being versatile for many years. It's all about having a a versatile mind state. So my state of mind is versatility. How do we develop that? Work on, you, you, you got to work at it, perfect it, and some of, some of us just have it. Like for me, I I feel my talent was being able to be versatile. And you adapt. Exactly, you gotta adapt. You gotta adapt. You gotta be able. You gotta be able to. As time goes on, you know how do how do you reinvent yourself? 
to make yourself relevant. The fun part about, you know, just looking at your decades long career and mm-hmm. just looking at everything that you've achieved. And we don't even need to get into your, your entire resume because we'd be here all night. But yeah. it's something that is admirable. And what mm-hmm. for all that you've achieved and for the vision that you have, the ferocious intensity that you have, how yeah. do you not get exhausted sometimes? Like, whew, all, I, think I, I think I've done it. <laughs> I've managed to say, you know what, I can't, I can't do it on four or five hours anymore. I got to do it. On, I got to sleep at least six, seven hours in order for me okay. to to manage and to continue at the rate that I'm doing it at. And I think that's the key, you know, in being able to get the proper rest, um, and then also be able to know when your mind can go and when it can't go. So sometimes mm-hmm. I know at a certain time in the day. My mind can't go anymore. I'm, I'm going to do a power nap. Sometimes I know after a certain time, my mind can't go anymore. So I'm going to go, I'm going to, go to bed early and I'm going to wake up the next day early, early in the morning to finish mm-hmm. off what I had to do. So I think it's being able to manage your time and figure out when uh, your mind and your body is ready to do certain things. So time management is key? Oh, definitely. Time management is key, yeah. Time management is key to everything. You can't manage your time. And, and time management, being organized, uh, being structured, being focused are, are key elements to success. And a lot of people lack that. It's something that comes back because it's actually part of the basics, you know, being truthful, mm-hmm. being, being on time and being responsible, being saying what you will be at a certain time where you say you're going to be, you're going to do the work that you said you would do and you're going to do it the way you said you would do it, you know, just being accountable. And a lot of people, as you said, people like that. And I don't understand where that fell off because they, these truths have been around since generations. And I really don't understand why we're failing at this now. I I think a lot of it also is that a lot is we're not taught in school. Okay. And I think and I feel that these are the type of things that we should be taught in school, you know, financial literacy, time management, how to organize yourself. Um, And a lot of of things they are teaching in school are not adapted to the times. You know what I mean? The, The things that were more relevant maybe when our parents or our grandparents are growing up. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I find the school curriculum is not advancing at the same speed as society, as really? what's happening in the world. Oh, no. No. The, the stuff they're teaching is, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not going to fully, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people felt and still feel that, you know, if you get a certain degree, that's going to help you be successful. But at the end of the day, it's really your hustle, your goal-getterism, and who you know, being at the right, right place, right time, that's going to get you through those doors. It's not, it's not the paper that's going to get you through the doors. It, it really comes down to you. Is that the type of conversations you're hearing from uh, the youth groups and uh, the, 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 young, the young students you, collect, you, you, you see from day to day? So this conversation well, I tell them, I, 
what they ask me, you know what I mean? What does it mean to be successful? And I tell them the truth, you know what I mean? You got to be hungrier than the next person. You got to be focused and you got to network. No one's talking about, there's no, there's no networking classes in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. They need to have these type of, 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 of classes that can help you with your social skills, your interpersonal skills, your networking skills, your financial skills. It's lacking. And we but need then, to create you know, that, that, that discussion. That, it is, but, but that's part of what I feel um, society wants. They want to dumb things down. They don't want to have too many successful people. You know, so, you, you got to figure it out on your own. So for those of us, and again, I'm just going to piggyback on it since, you know, I'm, you're, you're really speaking a very hard truth here because I was trained very classically, you know, just like, you know, very traditionally go to school, get your paper, you know, get a good job. And that's what I'm wrestling with on my own reality because I totally understand and resonate with what you're saying. So for those of us yeah. with kids and walking along that journey who are going to have to have those discussions with our future generation, what are some, uh, what are some of the tips we could actually give them? And I'm really asking, honestly, what can we tell our kids really? Well, one, you got to teach them how to, what to invest in and more how to build assets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do you make money while you're sleeping? And that's the thing that a lot of us high go with, uh, being able to make money with you not necessarily being hands-on all the time. I get you. Um, and how do you, how do you get from point A to point B? How do you meet different people? Right? Like, and then also that just cause you wear a suit, a tie and nice shoes doesn't make you any different than anyone else. And, and that's a big perception, right? Because he has on a suit and a tie, he's successful. You know, that's, that's the biggest conspiracy that we were told growing up. It's all, it's all who you know. It's all who you have. It's, it's your hustle. You got to put in that grind. So eventually we have to be faced with the fact that, you know what, it's not about what we know, it's who we know and how we go about, you know, applying those relationships, making those connections, putting in those, those networks and, you know, just value, validating that, bringing value to the people we know. It's a new reality. It's a new reality. And it's a very important thing. It's a very important thing. There's nothing wrong with going to plumbing school. You know, plumbers make a lot of money. You know, plumbers are always needed. And if you're going to go to university and get that degree, well, make sure you're part of different student clubs mm-hmm. and, and you're volunteering for the firms that you want to be part of and you're networking at the different opportunities that you have. Just don't go into school and focus on getting A's. And then when you come out and you have no sense of reality or how to function in society. And that's a mistake a lot of these people do. It's a frightening thing when you come out there with that four-year degree or like a diploma and you have absolutely no idea what to do with it because you're faced with life. Yeah. I'm not going to keep you because I know you're very busy, Gamalik, and I'm so gracious for your time and, and, and patience. I just want to leave you off with one final question. As often as a running tradition on the podcast, as you know, often I just like to leave the floor to the guest because you've been so generous. And again, with your entire 
breadth of you know experience and knowledge and wisdom. It's just a call to action, just a quote, an inspiring, an inspiring you know talk that people can actually wake up tomorrow. Just one basic thing that people can actually do tomorrow and take that next step towards the next level. What can we leave them with? Be a go getter. Don't wait for the phone call. Make the call. Make it happen. That's my advice. My man, that's that's gold right there. As simple as it yeah. sounds, that is just gold, gold right yeah. there, ladies and gentlemen. The phone to make it happen. Make it happen. You just have to make it happen. Make it happen because it all it all depends on a choice. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Malik. Thank you so much for this terrific conversation. Thank you so much for this, you know, this time and energy that you bring, you know, not just on your socials, but also as a person. I've definitely enjoyed your entire career. And again, I know you hear this all the time, biggest fan, but I really admire everything that you represent in terms of not just for our community, our culture, and everything that you bring, both in execution, grind, entrepreneurship, and wisdom. Guys, he is Malik Shahid. He doesn't even need any introduction, but you know him as a terrific host, a tremendous advocate for the youth, anti-bullying tour going on. Go to MalikShahid.com to get all the dates of the uh, most recent and upcoming appearances. Malik, any other places that the the listeners can find you on the interwebs? Where can we find you and connect with you? Uh, Hit me up on Instagram, at Malik Shahid, M-A-L-I-K-S-H-A-H-E-E-D. Or uh, at Malik Shahi TV on Facebook. I'm there. Definitely yeah, worth yeah, your time. So. Genuine, yeah. genuine gent and the most versatile entrepreneurs I know. Guys, this has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome Podcast with your host, ODJD. Guys, as always, thank you so much for your oh, tremendous support throughout this adventure. That is the Awaken the Awesome Podcast. Hit us up on iTunes and give us a like because, again, we always appreciate your feedback and support. As always, stay wonderful, stay blessed, have a terrific evening, and do stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.